This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. It's Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to we're going to have a little naughty talk. We are. going to talk a little naughty. Yes. And by that, we mean naughty in New Orleans. Yeah, we just got home uh, two days ago. Uh, is it been two days? I think all my days are blurred together. <laughs> I know. I'm so confused what day even of the week it is. So. But yeah, I think it's today is Wednesday and we got home late Monday. Okay. And uh, so yeah, we're going to go over what happened at Naughty in New Orleans. Uh, and give you all the kind of the inside scoop. I, I personally, I enjoy Naughty in New Orleans. It's probably one of my favorite. Agreed. It's, I feel like we say that about every event, but. No, I, but Naughty's different to me than a lot of the others. It's because it's co- like convention based. So it's, there's just so much to do. To do. It's like a love hate relationship because I know that I'm going to be exhausted when I get home. Um, and I know we're going to go super hard, but it's, it's definitely one of my favorite. It's definitely the top two or three for sure for me. Yeah. And the nice thing about Naughty, like you said, it's a convention style and it's like everybody comes out for Naughty New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, especially like 
podcasters, club owners, um, swinger websites. I'm trying to think what else. Speakers, like people that are in the lifestyle that are actively trying to make it a better place. I mean, anybody that's anybody is pretty much there. Yeah, and it's not it's not all swingers. I, I think they really they really um, market it as kind of an alternative lifestyle event where you know you get some of the kink people, yeah, um, and stuff involved as well. Yeah, I agree. All right, all right. So we're gonna get into naughty. All right, and uh, so I guess a little preface to us heading to naughty is this was right on the back end of a family vacation. Yeah. So for the last two years, um, we've had kids graduate in high school. And we have allowed them to pick a place to go. And this year, the um, graduating senior chose London. So we um, we traveled. We did the whole graduation thing. Um, we went to we actually went to New York City um, for a day. So we got like a full day. Like, and we jam packed in one day everything you possibly could do in New York. I think. I mean, we hit the highlights. Like we did. Statue of Liberty, um, Times Square, Times Square, uh, 9-11 Memorial, I'm trying to think what else, I mean, we, uh, the Natural History Museum, yep. we did a lot, so, and then we flew from New York City to London, mm-hmm. and spent a week in London, and we got home from London on a Monday night, and we, like at, like midnight, Monday night, and mm-hmm. then we got in the car to drive to Naughty on Wednesday. So we were exhausted. We knew that this trip backed up to it. We did this last year. So we knew going into this family vacation that we had this. And it was kind of like, we just got to suck it up. Okay. I'm going to back you up. Any highlights from London you want to share with the listeners? That I mean, I know it's not, it wasn't a lifestyle thing. It was, it was, a, it was a family vacation thing. But um, since we're talking about it. Um, Maybe there's listeners that are getting ready to go, or, or yeah. I mean, if you for me, I'm not super adventurous. I think a beach is my type of vacation, so this was out of my comfort zone. But I genuinely enjoyed it. I love like the royal family and all of that. So seeing all of these places that I see on TV was a lot of fun. Stonehenge was great. Seeing Big Ben and um, all of those, I thought was just. It almost seemed like we were in a movie. Mm-hmm. You like, said that several times. Yeah, because yeah, like we went to University of Oxford. If you're a Harry Potter fan, that's where they filmed several scenes at. And it just didn't seem real to me. Mm-hmm. Like the buildings, almost like we went to Universal in March. It kind of reminded me of that. Like um, like it was a set. Or like it, somebody, like it was built to look old. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's fun. You know, it's... In, you know, I've traveled around the world and seen a lot of places, but I think what we forget here in, in America is that, um, you know, we think of American history, uh, you know, we go around the country and we see some American history sites and stuff like that. But in, in you know, terms of the world, American history is a pretty, pretty shallow pool. It's a pretty yeah. small blivet in time. Um, so when you go to places like Europe and, and some of the other countries that are out there, um, you, you see thousands of years of mm-hmm. history and, you know, buildings are, instead of just being a couple hundred years old, some of them are thousands of years old. And that, yeah. that it, kind of changes your perspective on it's it. It's hard for my mind to comprehend that mm-hmm. because I've been to the Caribbean and places like that out of the country, but I've never been to Europe or anything like So it was just very hard for me to fathom that these things were, these buildings and these artifacts and stuff like this was that old. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It was truly unbelievable. Yeah, London was great. I think my highlights would be um, it was a very clean city, easy, yeah. easy to navigate. Yeah, the, uh, very. The tube, which is their metro, was, okay. was very clean, very nice. Uh, you didn't see a lot of like bums and stuff like that. I mean, there was some of that, but they seemed like they keep, you know, if you compare it to like a New York city, it seemed like a much cleaner city. Yeah, especially going from New York to London. Like right. we literally yeah, it was were pretty drastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And the time difference was kicked your ass. We kicked, kicked our all ass. of our asses, oh, I think. Everybody's. Uh-huh. Um but it, it was a great thing. Family Lots of vacation. great history. The only the, the down if you're gonna put a knock on London, I think it would be the food. Yeah, I didn't like the food. <laughs> Wasn't a huge fan of no the food. No offense. It's just different. You know, we ended up eating the hard rock. Yeah, we didn't eat much english food no we ate like a lot of italian or american food yes we tried to find it because in in we i felt like we were thirsty all weekend because there was not a lot of like drinks were very since it was cheaper to drink beer Mm -hmm. than it was to have like a water or soda Mm -hmm. Um, and all their sodas are like six ounces like there's not they're tiny you can't but you can't i I don't know if it's illegal but there's no big gulps in in london (laughs) you can't find a that was like the first thing I said when we got home. I was like, I'm going to a gas station and I'm going to get the largest Dr. Pepper they have. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it was a great trip. Great time. Good time with family. Now, you know, another thing I will say about London is if you ever want to experience a family vacation and, and have quality family time, if you go to London and put five people in a little <laughs> tiny flat where literally your beds are almost on top of each other, yeah, um, that is some good family bonding right there. It is. We were literally on top of each <laughs> other. But it was fine. It, we had a great time. I was ready for some adult time once we um, got home. I mean, I was exhausted and the time change was quite, you know, we didn't have time to really allow the time change to affect us on the way back because we just kept going. But I was definitely ready for some, like, we had barely even had sex because right. we were, we're like, in one room we were in one room. Kids, yeah. So, um, to go, so we, I was just ready. I was ready to cut Get your loose. naughty on. Yeah, I was. All right. So, fast forward to where you kind of left off there a minute ago. All right. We land in JFK. Yeah. And we have 36 hours-ish to mm-hmm. get to, to uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and we drove. To JFK, to New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to go, um, we had to drive the kids about eight hours away from New York City in the wrong direction. Yeah. And then drive to, so we have we have about 24 hours of driving-ish and 36 hours to get there. Yeah. So basically, we get home, we sleep, and then we have a full day. And it was 4th of July. Well, I think it's worth mentioning. We landed at the airport and we drove the kids home and then we drove back to our house all without sleeping. Yeah. Well, okay. So we slept. We took turns driving. Right. Right. <clears throat> so I was bound to determine to get home like that day. And yeah, we you, did 20 hours of driving in about 24 hours. Yeah. And all we did stop was for food and gas. Yeah. Um, I was. And the switch drivers. I, I really pushed for it because I was just ready to fucking be home. I was over <laughs> it. I was. I just wanted to be home. So you wanted to get a hotel and sleep. And I was like, no. I was like, I was pretty awake. Or, or I can't remember who drove first, but I was like, let's do it. And I actually drove a good halfway um, myself, which you usually do the bulk of the driving. But we had to split it up because we were we needed to be able to sleep. So, but yeah, we got home. We literally washed our like clothes, our, our stuff that you would wear every day, like your denim shorts, your jeans, your your undies, stuff like that. So we literally washed, switched suitcases. We had everything for Naughty already pre, 
like, I wouldn't say pre-packed, but it was ready. It was ready. It was all labeled and organized. So all we had to do is kind of wash our essentials and switch everything over and hit the road. Yeah. Okay. So I think all that backstory is important because that that's <laughs> that's what we've gone through um, just to get to Naughty, just to get there at that point. Yeah. And I think that kind of played a, a role into the, in the week for us a little bit because I think we were kind of dragging a little bit, um, especially yeah. the first couple of days. Yeah, because last year we did the same thing, but we had been on a cruise. And London is a different situation than a cruise. Like we were walking between five and 10 miles a day. We were exhausted. Um, and then the huge time difference, because it's like six hours difference with central time for London versus New Orleans time. So it was huge. Um, so, yeah, we, we went into this very, very tired. Okay. So we arrive at uh, the hotel. And I'm, I guess we can say it at this point. That it's the Astor Crown Plaza. It's yeah. the main hotel. Everybody's saying it. Everybody's advertising it. So I guess there's no reason not to. We yeah. normally would not put out the hotel information because most groups and organizations keep that private just to maintain that relationship. Um, but for Naughty in New Orleans, it's, it's not a secret. So we're, we're just going to say it. It was mm-hmm. the Astor Crown Plaza Hotel is the main hotel that they use for Naughty in New Orleans. And we arrived there Wednesday and we actually got there right around check-in time. Yeah, which I was a little nervous about because last year we got there a day early and left a day late. So I was a little worried that if we got there, like, check right in. in that, on check-in on the It was going to be a nightmare. But it actually was very organized. They had it, go- like, going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to wait. I went, I hopped out of the car, went and checked us in. There was one person ahead of me in line. Now, I will say when we got out of line, when I did, there was quite a few people behind me. Right. For whatever reason, we hit it just perfect. We hit it perfect. And then it took you, while I was in there, to get the truck up to Leary Valley Farm. Yeah, the, the the curbside park, you know, like, so the way it works is, I mean, you can go park your vehicle anywhere in New Orleans and just walk to the hotel if you want or Uber there or whatever. But uh, we did the valet parking, which is just convenient. It's a little more expensive. I think most parking in New Orleans is around 30, 35 bucks a day. At the, the, if you actually do the valet parking at the hotel, it's like 50 bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, you know, we just wanted to get there and get it done and get, you know, make sure. Plus, we had a lot of stuff that would have been hard to unload. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would have been a mess. Yeah. So we, we valeted our car. But yeah. yes, to, to valet the truck. And, and the funny thing is because we, we have, we brought so much stuff for some prizes and giveaways in our table. And we, we brought our truck and which is a full sized, um, half ton truck. So just getting kind of navigating the New Orleans streets with that and getting to the curbside and then unloading all that. And then, um, them valeting the truck was kind of a, kind of a mess. And there was like construction on the road right there mm. by where the, the hotel was. And that but was overall, kind of a mess. it really wasn't that bad. It could have been way worse. No. Um, yeah. You just have to, I guess. Except that, like, you just can be an asshole. Like, and just put your flashers on and park in the middle of the street yeah. until you're from. Like, yeah. you just have to get over that part of it. But yeah, but so we relatively got in pretty quickly. Um, Ky- Kylie, sexy swinger chick, and her or her fiance were there, and Life of Spice and DJ Life of Spice were there, and they all um, were outside. Well, Kylie had came out to meet me, and Life of Spice was literally pulling in. They were two cars ahead of you. Right, they had been in there all week because uh, I think uh, DJ Life of Spice was actually uh, DJing at Club Colette the Saturday prior to Naughty. Yeah, but they had they had their RV down there, so they waited a few days to check in to the actual hotel when it was time. So that's what they were doing as well. Which is a little weird because normally we're the first ones. We try to be the first ones to. Uh, I had some FOMO. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I knew there was something we could do. Like we had to get down there when we did, but it's 
it was an unusual feeling. We're always the first down there. So now I get how everybody else feels. Right. So we got checked in, got up to the room, uh, mm-hmm. unpacked, kind of decorated our room a little bit. And uh, we had a good room this time. We had time. a good room. Yeah. So we usually, I don't know, this is, only the, this is only the second time we've been to Naughty New Orleans, but we've gotten the, I think they call it the tower or something. It's like kind of the older part of the mm-hmm. hotel. Um, and then we had a big room. It had high ceilings and it actually had a, like a, you could have put a, fit a third bed in there. There was yeah. so much room. Yeah. So we ended up, we had like a backdrop that we brought to put behind our table, but there was no room. So we ended up just setting that backdrop up in our um, hotel room. And so all of our TikToks and videos, if you see them, we have a full fledged backdrop because our room was huge and we had room for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, so we got unpacked in our room, got all that set up, and then we actually went down to the second floor mm-hmm. uh, where the ballrooms are and where all the tables and stuff got set up, and we set up uh, our table for the podcast and for Swinger Society. Yep, correct. We just got it all ready. We had our blow pops like we always do. We went through throw- so many blow pops. We brought six boxes of blow pops. We could have went through ten. Easily. And they're a hundred each. <laughs> and it's funny because I, I bought them before. Um, if you've never been to an event where we have a table, I always try to keep blow pops on them. I feel like it makes people come to your table because they want to get one. Um, I saw somebody else do it at an event. A while ago, and I've literally had bomb pops every time since then. Blow pops, whatever you call them. Bomb pops? Blow pops. Bomb pop is the sucker. I mean, is the... I don't know what a bomb pop is. Yeah, it's a red, white, and blue. Okay. I said the wrong thing. Blow pops. And you were like, why did you spend $85 on on suckers? And I was like, trust me, we'll use them all. We could have used more. No, I think it works. So this is the thing. It works to get people there initially, but the, but but what really is happening is one person is probably eating one every day. So you're getting the same person. It's not like you're attracting new people. I don't care. Yeah, no, no. as it long as matter. they come yeah. and look at our sign and and read it every time they walk by, that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then once we got done all that, um, the actual the welcome meeting was taking place in the in the main ballroom. Yeah. So we've never. Well, this is only our second time, but we didn't go to this um, last year. But it's basically like orientation. Orientation, if you've never been. But because Sexy Swinger Chick Kylie and Life of Spice had never been, they were in there. So I was like, okay, we'll go down there. So we kind of walked in. I wouldn't say halfway through, maybe fifteen minutes, and sat with Mm -hmm. them and got to listen to some of it. I mean, it was kind of general information that we knew, but it was nice to be in there with everyone else. Right. So we ended up just leaving um, just a few minutes early because Kylie and Life of Spice had made dinner reservations for us um, the night before. So we went to this restaurant. I do not remember the name. Do you? No, I don't. But it was really good. It was just your typical New Orleans style restaurant. And it was really nice because it literally was just the six of us. Yes. And we were able to catch up. We hadn't seen Kylie since March. So it was really nice to catch up and... Just kind of hang out. I really enjoyed dinner. No, I did. It was a good, good food. Uh, uh, I ordered a, a hurricane. And this is the first time I've ever. Uh, so I've drinking. I've drinking. I've had hurricanes in New Orleans quite a few times. But when I ordered it, he's like, "Do you want a one, like category one through five? One. Yeah, category like, one through yeah. five hurricane." And I'm like, well, "What does that mean?" He's like, "Well, a one is like you. You know, you might feel it a little bit, and a five is like you might not walk out of here." I was like, this okay, like that's kind of cool. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. I never had heard, heard is that normal? Like 
I've heard of it before, yes. Where but you can I don't order think a category it, of hurricane. I don't think it's super normal, but I know I've heard of I've heard of it before. I should have went five. I should have went five. I chickened out and went four. And I was feeling pretty good. I don't know that like you should have halfway through the I hurricane. don't know that you should have went five. No. <laughs> Not on the first night. Uh-huh. But it was super a low key dinner. Um we went back and then as we kind of walked through the hotel, we ran into like all of our friends. <laughs> Yeah, we started seeing people. Yeah, and we, like, literally, we walked five steps, run into somebody, walked five, you know. So I felt like, I was like, come on, we got to go. Because we had to be ready for um, the night portion, which the parties at Naughty start technically at nine. But a lot of people don't get down there until, like, 10-ish. But so, but we had to schedule like an hour before to do our TikToks and pictures and stuff. Because um, if you follow us on social media, a lot of people want to see our outfits. They want to see what the heck we're wearing. And so if we don't like make time to stop and do that, then what happens is we start dancing and we start getting hot and we start taking things off. And then before you know it, we got half a costume on. Yeah, we've gone to events before and left events and been like, oh, shit, we didn't take one single picture. Yeah, so <laughs> we've gotten, you know, gotten better. better. And um, so now we just know we have to get ready an hour early, which I always envy our friends that get to go back and like, Take a nap or, you know, like scroll their phones. I feel like we are walking in the door getting ready. Like we have no time. So I envy y'all. Yeah, but we also do this for like for a living. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. There's worse problems to have. Oh, 100%. You got to do hours of work, an hour of work a day to do all this stuff. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying I'm a little envious. I get it. That's all. Especially when you're exhausted like this. Like you're walking in exhausted. Mm -hmm. So, um... Wednesday night was the pirate theme. It was. What did you think of your outfit? Uh, I don't. I, yeah, it was good. I think I had some piratey pants and like capri, baggy capri mm-hmm. kind of things. And one of those kind of, I don't know, uh, tie up shirts. Like a, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, a piratey shirt. <laughs> it was like a linen shirt that tied up. Yeah. There you go. I didn't love my outfit. Why? I don't know. I like the headscarf. I think I could totally like rock a headscarf. It could be like a biker chick. Almost. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just out of all of my outfits, it was probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Uh, we danced. Um, we, I mean, what else? We just danced. We had fun. It was just like a low key. Usually the first night of an event is pretty low key because um, everyone's just getting in. Not everybody comes you know, on a Wednesday, some people might come in on a Thursday or Friday. So it's always the slower night of the event. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, it was good. I mean, the DJ, the DJ was good. The dance floor was packed. We had all our friends. You know, like you said, it was, you know, we kind of got some time to mingle and, and get to see everybody. And, the, you know, the funny thing is we, um, you know, we do this for a living now. So we, we get probably more opportunity than most people to travel around the country and go to events. Mm-hmm. Um, and we connect with different people at each one, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you go to a certain part of the country and it's this group of friends and you go to a different part of the country and it's kind of this different, this other group of friends, mm-hmm. but naughty, you know, a lot of those friends groups kind of collide and come together for this, this event. Um, so it's nice to see that. And so we, you know, we almost got to play a little matchmaking where we were introducing some friends yeah. that we met at Hedo to some friends that were from, you know, the Charlotte area and yeah. kind of, you know, and you get to see them kind of like 
mingle and meet each other and connect. And Yeah, that uh, part's a lot of fun. Yes, that part's fun. So at some point, we decide we're going to go to the playroom. And the way the playrooms at Naughty work, they literally just take over a floor of the hotel. And so if you can imagine how, like, a hotel room, like, the floors, like, you turn and you keep turning and you keep turning. Like, there's just literally, like... Room after room, room, after after room after. and like hallway after hallway. So that's how naughty is. So I like. I don't know. Is, is that a normal like room floor or those like. I, f- I don't feel like it's a normal hotel no, I think floor. It must, those must be more convention-y like. Conference. Conference rooms, rooms. or meeting yeah. rooms or something. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not small rooms. No, they're not. Yeah. So um, we literally just keep walking and every room that we try to go in is completely full. We could, and this is Thursday night. Like, no, this like, is Wednesday, babe. Or Wednesday night. Yeah. Wednesday night. So, like Lacey said, this is the first night. You would think it would be the s- slower night, and, mm-hmm. but it. I don't know if like, everybody's just excited because it was the first night. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that playroom was packed. You could not find an empty bed. We actually had to wait for people to get off of a bed. Mm-hmm. They them cleaning it, and then we. Well, we ended up needing two beds because right. we had too many. So one had to be like on one side, and the others started, you know, getting like That's taking right. over the other. And then somebody so got with up a, with a splitter group and separate to two beds. But then somebody got up, so they were able to move over. Um, so we ended up being at two beds right beside each other. But it was a lot of fun. So who all was in there at this point? I know there was Life of Spice. Life of Spice was there. Kylie and Brad. Kylie and Brad were there. So Rhonda, mm-hmm. did we call him Mr. Rhonda? I don't know. Remember what we called him? I think him. we were going to ask for permission to say something. We'll just else, call but... him Mr. Rhonda. Sure. Sorry, please don't be mad at me for calling you Mr. Rhonda. I know he's listening, but we could call him Jay. Jay, Rhonda, and Jay. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a good one. I feel like we have a lot of Jays though. Yeah, but... we met them at Hedo. So if you go back and listen to the Hedo episode, um, they were already booked for Naughty when we met them at Hedo. So we were super excited to get another experience with them because they are like a super awesome couple. Mm-hmm. And then um, who else said it? Oh yeah. Um, okay, and then B and C. We've talked about them before. We've played with them. They We very much hang out in the same circles. They go to a lot of events. They're actually the ones who told us to go to Naughty. They right. were the original the people. People invited us, yeah. Um, so that's who all was in the room. Yes. And we primarily stayed on one bed with Rhonda and Jay and B and C. And then Life of Spice and Kylie and Brad were on another bed. Right. So what'd you do, babe? Uh... I think I ended up mostly with um, with Rhonda that night. You did. And then we had some unfinished business from, from Hito. She had never uh, fucked you on a solid surface. That's true. It was funny because after Dan had... So if you... Backstory, he had fucked her in a swing right, at Hito. Yeah. And it was funny because like Daphne, the next day at breakfast or whatever, she's like, oh, you got to get the full Dan experience, not in a swing. Right. Because in a swing, like when you thrust, they, they move away from you. So you can't yeah. like... And you can hard thrust, but it's it's just a little different. Yeah. So when they're on a bed, like, they can't get away from you. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So you were very much looking forward to that. Yeah. There was some, there was some talk back and forth. Oh, and yeah. There was, there was some setup to that. Yeah. We've totally been, like, naughty texting them mm-hmm. since May. Since Hito, yeah. Yeah. And then I primarily was with Jay, her husband, and BNC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I was the. You were a unicorn for the night. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. I did get to play with uh, 
would be a little bit like you know i think maybe oral and hands and stuff yeah, like that. But, yeah. but no penetration and mm-hmm. it was hot i mean i had a great time i don't know how long we were in there it feels like you lose track of time but um i've only ever been with b and c not b sorry i'm getting confused mm-hmm. C is the male version and um, J is the male of those couples. I'd only been with both of those guys one time. So um, I was excited to explore with them again. And again, you kind of felt like some unfinished business was super hot. You were a dirty girl that night. Was it? Yeah. I mean, you you, you got fucked pretty good. I mean, you were, you you made a mess of the bed. Like you were. Well, like I said before, I was ready to fuck. Like we don't tip, we don't drink really around our kids very much. Like we might have a drink at dinner once or twice a year, but mm-hmm. so we had been sober that whole trip, and every, so like I was ready to fuck and get drunk and have fun and play and just do all the things. Like and we did all those things the first the first time. Yeah, we did. It was fun, and then we somehow got back to our room and immediately like crashed. We crashed, crashed. so hard. We crashed because. Um, we had, we knew Thursday, like Wednesday was kind of like our light day. We had no classes we had to go to or anything like that. And Thursday was going to be like a big day for us. So we knew we had to get our asses in bed because we had to get up. Yeah. And I think we were in bed pretty early. I mean, I think we were in bed by like maybe 1 a.m. at the latest. Yeah. I don't think it was a super late night. No, I don't think so either. No, we didn't. Last year we had a couple of like 5 a.m. Four, 5 a.m. nights. We yeah. didn't do that this time. We did not. I don't mm-hmm. think we had it in us to do We it. didn't. We didn't. Which I'm okay with that. No, no, what do they say? Nothing good happens after midnight. That's correct. All right. I think <laughs> now, um, since we're leaving Wednesday and going into Thursday, it's a perfect time to hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we get back, we're going to we're gonna tell you more about the naughty things that happened at Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back, guys. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. 
With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, STC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around and listening to our sponsors. Yep, so now we're at day two, Thursday of Naughty and New Orleans. Day two, Thursday. Okay, mm-hmm. so what happened? Well, we got to sleep till nine. Woo! <laughs> I know, Which right? Which is early for an event. <laughs> it is. Um, we usually just sleep until we wake up and then, like, have lunch. Um, but at Naughty, they have, during the day, they have a lot of, com- like, convention-style speakers or meetings and stuff like that. And there was a lot of people that we cared about that were... Speaking, speaking or teaching classes and stuff. So it was very important to us that we made sure that we showed our support to the people we care about. So um, our first meeting of the day was with NCSF. Um, it was an industry um, meeting for basically people that own clubs, have podcasts, have some sort of influence in the industry, I guess. Is that how you right. say that? Yeah. they. I mean, they, they have a, a lifestyle business of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So we went and did a class and they basically just kind of talked to us a lot about their website and how to get resources and stuff like that. I really thought it was a, a good class. I learned some stuff. Right. So NCSF is the, uh, the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom and their mission really is to fight for sexual freedom in our country, right? So if you don't know, um, you're, you, yeah, you cannot fuck who you want to fuck and how you want to fuck in this right. country. That is not a protected thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are, you know, obviously people in groups out there that are fighting to take away your rights and kind of control who you fuck and how you fuck, um, and what kind of intimate relationships you have with people and, and how you have them. Um, and so that, that's particularly important for lifestyle businesses because, you know, they have clubs, they have resorts, they're doing hotel takeovers. And so, um, those are the organizations that can tend to get targeted by some of these other organizations, right? So they'll mm-hmm. come after them, uh, legally, uh, or sometimes they'll be they'll be targeted by you know local uh, municipalities or you know police and there's clubs that have been raided by you know local law enforcement and stuff like that. Um, so uh, NCSF is a great organization because you know they are the ones that are fighting for your rights. They really understand a lot of the legalese behind a lot of this stuff, um, and so they have you know they've because they've done this now so many times over the years. Uh, they're able to assist organizations with a lot of whether and it's individuals. PR stuff, whether it's legal stuff, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's you know having the right uh, insurances in place and all that stuff. Uh, they have the relationships, they have the understanding of how the, the laws work in this country, and they're a great group to be able to uh, to have as a resource. Yeah, absolutely, and they'll help individuals. So if you're listening to this and you right. ever have a situation come up, um, if you need us to help you get in contact with them, we will. Uh, we try to do um, charity like events with them throughout the year and try to raise money. So if you've ever been to an event of ours and bought a, a raffle ticket or something like that, odds are that that money went to them. We have a two other um, organizations that we kind of rotate those out. But 
Um, we we genuinely care about NCSF. They are wonderful, um, and we're glad to work with them. So, of course, we wanted to be in their class and got to learn a lot of good things. So after the NCSF meeting, we went into another industry meeting, which was the state of the industry. So we just kind of talk about hot-button issues like consent that's a big one right now. What else is kind of a big hot button? No, that was it was good. And this is, you know, one of the things what we love about Naughty. And I don't think we really got to experience this as much last year. It seemed yeah. like we were in a lot more meetings and, and stuff this year is, uh, yeah, you know, clubs and organizations are coming together to have these kind of hard discussions. Uh, and one of the discussions in this industry meeting that we had, there was a lot of talk about consent and and how to put good consent uh, policy in, in place and, and some best practices on doing that. Um, connecting people that didn't know um, there's organizations out there that do that. Safer Sex is is one of them. NCSF obviously uh, helps with that. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, how to weed out the bad actors that are out there, right? So, you know, most of the clubs, and I don't want to scare anybody, but most of the clubs in this country are pretty good, right? And they're, they're, they're people, individuals that decided, hey, there's a need for to have some kind of organization some kind of meeting place in our community and they so they'll open a club or a campground or uh, they'll start doing hotel takeovers and most of the people that are doing those things are trying their best to do the right thing right um there are other people out there that i don't know if they're just not trying or they just don't care but you know there, there maybe are they some, don't know maybe, maybe they, they don't, don't know yeah. there's some groups out there that maybe aren't as good uh and so there was a lot of discussion about how do we either reach out to those groups and 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 bring them up to, to par or is there a way to like identify the groups that are doing the right thing and have them on some kind of like approved list of, you know, like, you know, if somebody was looking for a club. Um, so there's a lot of discussions about that. And, and that most of that was focused around like things like consent and, and stuff like that. So lots of good discussion. Yeah. Um, and I appreciated being part of that. Oh, 100 percent. So after that, we went and got our famous New Orleans pizza. That's it's our joke because that's the quickest thing you can eat in New Orleans on Bourbon Street for on sure. On Bourbon Street is like a quick slice of pizza. So that's what we did. We went and had um pizza. Okay, so after pizza, we wanted to go and show our support for Dr. Stower. If you have listened to our podcast, she comes on our podcast about every six weeks. We've actually never met her. So one, we were super excited to meet her. And two, we really wanted to sit in on one of her classes to show our support. So she was teaching a class called It's Getting Hot in Here, Hormone Replacement for Women in the Lifestyle. And honestly, I learned so much. Like we only got to stay for 45 minutes of it. But she is a great speaker. She's very, she's very good. I mean, like I was so impressed. I mean, I know we have her on the podcast and I know people really relate to it because we get so many like messages about her podcast, but seeing her in person, like she blew me away. No, she, she did a great job. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, um, the hormone replacement thing and, you know, talking about menopause and all that, it's not, not some subject that I'm particularly, um, knowledgeable about. Um, but I'm telling you, there was 50 or so women in that, Mm -hmm. that class and they were all asking questions and engaged and, um, it was it was great to, to see that, um, and she did a really good job of under explaining it the way that like we could explain, yeah, like we could understand. Right. Like, yeah, you talk to some doctors and stuff, and they kind of speak over you because I think they're just so used to talking like medical jargon. Yeah, but but you know, it's one of the great reasons I love having her on the podcast is she's very good about speaking things to plain English. To well, and I love that she included lifestyle. She's like, you're not going to want to fuck anybody if 
like if you were hot and sweaty right. and you know so i just i don't know as someone who's 39 i appreciated the class i learned a lot and i we had to leave like 10 minutes early and i really really hated i had to leave 10 minutes early because i thought it was a great class yeah and probably a subject we need to talk about on the podcast or something. probably so because well one i just want to know more about it <laughs> Excited to leave early. So um, last year, the beach party, well, let me back that up. The beach party is the best party, according to everyone who's been to Naughty. Right. Like, if you talk to anybody, they're like, you will have to go to the party at the beach. And that is a bar on Bourbon Street. And last year, they had it at the same time as our podcast panel. And we were so sad because all of our friends went. Right. And, like, they came back to the hotel, like... Covered in all wet and covered in soap. And they looked like they had so much fun. Drunk and and, and smiling and laughing. And and we're like, okay, we had so much fun on our podcast. (laughs) So we were very jealous. Um, So this year, we were bound and determined to get to that. And I was so grateful that we didn't have anything else at the same time. Agreed. So what is it? What is? Tell me about this party. What do you think it is? Uh, so the beach party, like you said, the beach is a um a, is a bar on Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. and it's actually hosted. It's um hosted by Splash, which if you know Splash, they're a hotel takeover group, one we're a huge fan of. Um, and it's co-sponsored by Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you don't know Splash, they throw some of the best hotel takeover parties and pool parties and stuff like that in the country. Um, and so this is you know this is their event, and it's it's really one of the main events as far as day parties on bourbon street um, i think that and rizzo's are probably the probably if i was going to mm-hmm. pick two those are, and we missed that one this year but mm-hmm. uh, spoiler alert um but those are probably the two biggest ones mm-hmm. and i think actually they're both hosted by uh, cassidy so, slash yeah. splash mm-hmm. yeah uh so anyway uh they pack you into this bar when i mean pack you into this bar um people line up on the streets before the doors open for this event we lined up 30 minutes before and we were probably we were halfway down yeah. a block away almost yeah, yeah. And so when they open those doors, people just start piling in and it's it's nut to butt like the entire – it's yeah. a pretty big bar. I mean it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know how many square feet, but it's a large bar. Uh, so they pack you in there. Um, and then they have a DJ. Uh, they play a bunch of cool music. They got the foam. They, they kind of throw half of the bars like a foam party and half of the bars like a kind of dance floor, you know, um, club Yeah, party. so you can avoid the foam if you want to. I did not know that to. until we experienced Yeah, I didn't it, yeah. either. Like my feet got a little foamy walking through, but like if you don't want to participate in that part, you can. It can be avoided. Yeah, it can yeah. be. Mm-hmm. And we, for the most part, avoided it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so then they have the DJs. Um, DJ Ronnie or D, yeah DJ Ronnie Rock and Ronnie Rock and Ronnie that's yeah, what I was looking for. Yeah, DJ yep. Rock and Ronnie was the MC. Uh, they played some games. Uh, and actually, I, I'm going to hold on to this game. But they played the Who Can Blow Up a Condom the Biggest enough to a balloon without making it pop? Yeah, I did it. I did that, you, and you were the first one to make it pop. Yeah, mine popped immediately. Like I, I think <laughs> did you the, blow too hard? I think you have to go very slow, oh. and I didn't do that. I just went for it. Okay, so that, but that was so fun. It was a cool game. Oh, it was so fun. And you know, from us throwing parties side, you just need a couple condoms. Like it's pretty easy. Yeah, to, it's a pretty to easy or, game. Orchestrate. Yeah. But they did some fun games, and people were like throwing down. Like people were partying, and it. But it was so hot. Like at one point, I just took my top off because I was just so damn hot. Well, there was one point you just sat down on the stage. Well, because there was too many people in there. <laughs> I don't know. At several points in the party, uh, groups of girls just went up on the stage and danced naked. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really a game. It wasn't really a 
there was nothing really happening other than just girls going up on the stage to dance naked. I don't really, I don't know if Ronnie encouraged that or like, I don't even know how it happened exactly. I don't know. But either. every time you got sucked into that pile of girls that ended up on the stage. Yeah, I did. Like uh, multiple times. Right. And then at one point you were just like, fuck this, I'm too hot. And you just sat down and like drank some of your slushy on the stage. Yeah. While all the rest of the girls are like dancing around you and shaking their ass and twerking. And Lacey's just like no, sitting down, sipping on her Slurpee. Like, I was off I to the side. I was off to the break. side. I was not like in the middle of the stage. Like I kind of sat like, yeah. you know, had my back to like a little, but it was just, <laughs> I was very overstimulated. There was a lot of people. It was hot. I just, it was just too much. And like we were at the front of the stage where everybody wants to be. So I knew if I had like walked out a bit to get like a little air. There's no call, way you're getting back. You wouldn't there. get back yeah. in. So I just, you know, I just made it work. Yeah. I don't know how we didn't have to pee or something. At some point I don't then, know. But, but Pee before you get in line because yeah, there it, it's not the button. If you were to leave, getting back would be, would be a challenge. Yeah. Least. Cause like Brad came with us cause Kylie was doing something and I don't know. He wasn't going with her and he went outside to smoke and could not get back yeah, in. Like he texted like, I'm going back to the hotel. I can't, I can't get back in. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that happened was one of our friends. Oh gosh. C, I forgot about this. Was who I fucked the night before. If mm-hmm. you're following along, goes to the bathroom and comes back and I can't, I can't bear, like I'm covering my eyes just talking about this. I'm so freaked out. His nipple ring got caught in the bathroom door somehow. And got completely ripped out. And he comes walking up with this, like, I can't. Right, so he left to go to the bathroom. So apparently you can go to the bathroom and come back. But he, he's also a big he's man. He's also a big guy. Like you and he's, telling him, he, and he, you know. He'll move you out of his, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he goes to the bathroom and he comes back. And he's holding um, toilet paper over his, his nipple. And like Lacey said, he has, he has his nipples pierced. And we're like, oh, what happened? And he's like, oh, I. You know, I'm like, did you cut yourself or something? Like, how did that happen? And he's like, no. And he pulls the, uh, the paper or the toilet paper away. And his tit is literally in half and like dangling in these two little. I turned to green. It was all I could do we not to pass probably out. check on him. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I literally almost passed out. It, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Like, honestly, I mean, I know there's not much you can stitch up there. But it was really, really, really bad. Like, we had to. Like, luckily, we know Splash people pretty well. They were able to get a first aid kit, and, like, he was able to bandage it up. But it was a bleeding. He still was, like, the life of the party. He kind of always is, if you know him. He's, like, big and dances everywhere. And they called him up on stage, and he gave a birthday girl a lap dance. But I know that was painful. Mm. Like, I know. I don't know how much alcohol he had drank, but, um, oh, it just – I can barely even close my eyes because literally if I close my eyes, I can see him walking up with that nipple. Oh, and he ended up all week having to wear pasties. (laughs) He was wearing nipple pasties all week. Because it was that bad. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, he probably should have went to an urgent care or something. But, of course, he's a man and he's just like, I'm fine. But um, it was really, really bad. Um, And we, you know, we stayed after that some and danced and – uh, we had something like at six or seven. I can't remember. Maybe it was seven. And it was like four forty-five, five o'clock. And so I was just kind of like, okay, I'm done. You know, it was just, there was a lot of people in there. And it was a blast. But like, I knew if I had to be ready by seven, I had to like kind of start calming down, start kind of decompressing for that night. So... We started to walk out, and I was so excited because we ran into Hump Day Quickies. Yes. 
who are a host on Swinger Society, and we have never met them. Right. So if you don't know who Hump Day Quickies in it, Quickies is, you should look them up. They are fellow podcasters, um, and they actually joined Swinger Society Discord early on. Yeah. Uh, and so they're they're hosts on that platform, and then they're also um, podcasters and have um, their. They're up there with us. They've been kicking our asses, right? The last week or two, they did. They did a bunch of. They did a bunch of naughty New Orleans short episodes, and I guess people must have really liked them because they've been way up there in the charts. They've been kicking our ass here for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But great, great people. Yes. Um, they have a great podcast. the The basis of their podcast is basically other lifestyle people coming in or calling in and telling stories from the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of it's like their sexy experiences, but some of it's like just. You know why people enjoy this lifestyle and, and, and so much, and it, it's it's kind of a great platform. I think it's a great idea just to invite the community as a whole to come and tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really admire that, and um, we got to know them a little bit this weekend. Um, they're actually coming to our secrets event in September, and I hope to get to know them a little bit more. Um, but yes, we got to meet them in person. And so as we're walking out of the beach, um, they were kind of on the edge of the foam, <laughs> and they were clearly involved in the foam party. They yeah. had chosen to to to, to, to immerse themselves the uh, in that. And I think uh, you know I, I I listened to their podcast on the way back um, from from uh, New Orleans and. They were doing all kinds of things in that phone. I heard. Apparently, they even got in trouble a little I bit heard. and got told knock it off. But uh, that's pretty awesome. They go listen to Hump Day Quickies and, and especially especially the podcast uh, the podcast about the phone party because yeah. some hot stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, it really is. We listened to several on the way home, and also on the way down there, we had listened to it, and they had given like so she had done a list for him, and he had done a list for her. I think this is a genius idea. I love it. Of like. I don't know if you want to call them scavenger hunts, but kind of basically, sca- basically. naughty scavenger hunt or naughty, almost like dares. Yeah, I guess would be kind of but yeah. a scavenger hunt dare, kind of like so like you get points if you do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I don't know what they get for the points, but basically, like one of his was have sign a girl's boob with the sharpie or kiss two podcasters or I don't know. Like I think one of it was. Make out with someone that has a Disney on. Right. So, you know, it's just yeah. very random stuff. So anyway, I knew he had to sign a girl's boob. And I knew I had never met him. So, But I felt pretty comfortable with, like, the boob thing. You know, we're all swingers. We're all here. So mm-hmm. when we walked up to him, I was like, hey, I heard you need to sign a boob. And he was like, yes, I do. And it was so cute. And he pulled out his Sharpie and signed my boob. And then he was like, can I kiss you? And I was like, yeah. So we got to... Have a little makeout session mm-hmm. right by the phone. Yeah, and I, I kind of missed out. I mean, I was just there. I didn't. I didn't get to partake because the problem was we had listened to his list, but not her. We hadn't listened to her list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was a mistake. I should have. Yeah, should've. we we should have prepared a little mm-hmm. bit more. But I think we had just stumbled across it like as we were almost there. I think. Yeah. yeah. So that was hot. Um, super again, super great to meet them. And then as we were leaving, we ran into the accidental swingers as yeah. well. And they are Polly with another couple um, that owns Swinky Swinky Life. Yes, I think they're it's they're all it's all the same. Okay, so anyway, we ran into them, got to say hello. It was just it was a great little it was a great party. I had a great time, and then we headed back to the hotel just to kind of like unwind a little. We usually like last year. We went out to dinner every night, and this year we just it, we couldn't do it. There was just not enough time. So you actually, I caught us in something at the Hard Rock, which is very very close to our hotel, 
and you went and got it, and we had a picnic on the bed, just you and I. Yeah, so I, I think you, you said earlier that you didn't remember why we had to get back to the hotel, and I think it was because we were doing uh, TikToks and pictures with um, DJ Life of Spice and Mrs. Life of Spice because he had to DJ that night. So I think, wasn't that it? Is that they had yes, to come Yes, and in we also... Um, there was also a documentary, which we'll talk about in a second. Right. So we, I think today we had to be early, right. even earlier this night because of Life of Spice right. and because of the documentary. So, so we had to leave the, the the beach party early. And I think you wanted, you know, because you had to change and get ready for the documentary and for the, the mm-hmm. take TikToks. So that, anyway, so there wasn't much time in that window to go eat. So, right. You, I think, started getting ready and doing your, your showering mm-hmm. and all that. And you had called in... Um, uh, hard rock to go and I, I went and got it mm-hmm. so we did that so thursday's theme was heaven and hell so we got all dressed up i basically wore lingerie for every outfit this year i just said fuck it i and then put accessories on so i wore like a red lingerie set red fishnets i was the devil some red boots devil horns stuff like that and dan was the angel so I got him some little white shorts and suspenders. I think we were looking pretty good. We, yeah, we, we did together, good. We there's killed some pictures it. Of us together. We it was pretty. I don't know if it was our favorite outfit, but it was up there. It was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I thought we killed it. It was like just sexy enough. Um, I was proud of you for going completely shirtless. It's kind of I a little. That, yeah. It's a little out of your comfort zone. It I think I need to get in the gym and work my um, beer dad bod. I'm telling you. A little more. Nobody was complaining, babe. You looked good. I love a dad bod. I say own it, you know, and I get that because, like, I didn't feel super confident the night before in my pirate outfit. I felt like it kind of made me look a little bit. My skirt was too big, so I Mm -hmm. felt like that added some weight to me. So I totally can relate, but you looked great. Right. It seems like uh, in a lot of these swinger parties, the guys are going more to, like, these rave outfits, and they are, like, shorty, short, booty shorts, usually shirtless, and then some kind of suspenders or bow tie or like you know no shirt um and a lot of guys that do that are like you can tell they go to the gym four or five times Mm -hmm. a week i am not that guy so Mm -hmm. trying to pull that outfit off was a little bit much for me but i did it you did great i was proud of you thank you so um then so there is a documentary being done called open is it just open or is it open look? Okay, so before you get to the documentary, we we had the the podcasters meet and greet. Oh, was this you. same night? So th- yeah. this is this again, is why our night was so fucking crazy. Right. So we had to come back. <laughs> you had to change. Um, we then had to go up to our tables and then do the podcaster meet and greet. That's right, because we were kind of embarrassed that we were dressed like this for our podcasters meet right. and greet, but there was no possible <laughs> way. That we could do all the things that we needed to do and change and get back down there. So right. we literally just had to wear it. And so everybody else is like looking kind of normal and we're up there in like our slutty clothes. Yeah. And I, I do think even before the podcast or meet and greet, um, we had met up with um, DJ Life of Spice and Miss Life of Spice and done TikToks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we right? did. So that's, mm-hmm. that's why there was no time. So we met up to TikToks and stuff like that. Then we go down to our table to do the podcasters meet and greet, which was Good. Yeah, it was um, good. There was not a ton of people came by. Came by. It, it was kind of in a weird time to where I think everybody's getting ready for the club night. Yeah. Um, but there was quite a few people that came by and said thank you for your yeah. podcast, and you know we listen to you guys. Um, which that those are always nice to hear those. You know, when, when people come up to you. I don't really know what to say. I'm like, yeah. you're welcome, and thank you thanks for listening, and mm-hmm. and you get to hear a little bit of their story, and, and that's nice. And so yeah, there must have been at least a dozen or so couples that came up and talked to us, and that was nice. Yeah. 
It was also hard because they scheduled filming of this documentary at the same time as the podcast are being right. which in hindsight was probably not smart because most of the podcasters are open and will share their face. So without us, it would hard. So we probably did the meet and greet for 30 minutes and then the rest of the right. time. And there were, did. I guess they didn't initially, they didn't have as many people as they wanted in there to film the documentary. Uh, and so when we say documentary there, there's actually um, a documentary called open mm-hmm. uh, that that's being filmed right now. And it's, it's basically a documentary about non-monogamy and, and, um, the non-monogamous community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so part of this is they wanted some B-roll footage of like people dancing in a club and people sitting and chatting with each other. And um, the the organizer, the the, the film, the guy, uh, director, the director um, had asked um, to be able to do a couple of shoots during Naughty. And this was one of the nights. And it was scheduled for the same time as our podcasters meet and greet. Um, so actually Bob from Naughty New Orleans was going around and trying to grab people. And he's like, mm-hmm. hey, can you guys come in here for a minute? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. So a bunch of us went in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we danced a little bit, got some got some stuff on film, mm-hmm. and that, that was real nice. It was very nice. Um, I'm excited for y'all to hear more about the documentary. We've actually filmed us. We did that while we were there. We've also already interviewed um, the gentleman who is kind of spearheading this. So we have that podcast saved for whenever – He's ready for it to come out. We'll drop that, and so you can hear it. So, super excited and honored to be a part of it. Yes, it was, yep. that was very cool. So after that, we immediately went and listened to DJ Lefis Fast because I think he had already started at this point because they kind of overlapped some. Because at Naughty they have two rooms, so one is more of like an EDM room, and the other one is more of like a top forties. Some nights they have fans, some nights they do DJs. So Life of Spice was already going, and um, we headed in there, and we danced and had a great time. Right. We did not do the playroom. No. So, yeah, so we went and we uh, listened to DJ Life of Spice, and I, I don't know, he had like a three or four hour set. I think a three hour set or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then once he finished up, um, Lacey's like, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was I tired. I think the, the, you know, we talked about London and all, everything leading up to Naughty New Orleans. I think that, you know, the first night we were just excited to be with our friends and see them and, you know, we missed them. And I think we were ready to party because we hadn't had, you know, hadn't really been done any drinking and hadn't really done any partying in a while and we hadn't seen our friends in a while. So I think we were ready that first night. Um, and then, you know, the second day we got to do a, quite a bit of that at the party on mm-hmm. Bourbon Street at the beach party. Um, and I think by the time we got <laughs> to the nighttime, we were just partied out. We were just. I was just done. Yeah. I was just kind of spent. Um, I was exhausted. I mean, think about it. We had been going since like 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So um, we didn't. I hadn't. I had made a point to not drink much during the day because I knew we were going to be so busy. And we have very important meetings and meeting a lot of very important people. So I wanted to make sure that I was of sound mind. So we had kind of taken the alcohol and stuff pretty easy throughout the day. So honestly, I was just tired. I was just ready for bed. I was like, just fuck me and let's go to bed. And that's what we did. (laughs) That is what we did. And that ended day two, uh, Naughty New Orleans. I promise the next two days are much more. We had some hot sex. I mean, the the first night was pretty fucking hot. Oh, it was super hot, but it gets better. Mm -hmm. It just does. All right. I think uh, we're out of time. Yeah. Uh, so that, that wraps up the first two days of Nadia New Orleans. Next week, we'll come back with uh, the next two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, um, we got events going on like this 
every month. Yeah, we from do. now until uh, the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, so if you want to come out to an event, if you want to party with us, you got to head over to the swingersociety.net, swingersociety.net, and check that out. Um, you can also go to theswingnation.info um, if you're interested in um, any of our stuff. Uh, OnlyFans links. Uh, we got a lot of hot spicy videos on there. Uh, we got links to Cassidy and um, to SDC. And if you're looking for resources and ways to get um, into the lifestyle, certainly go check out theswingnation.info, which has all of our, that's kind of our beacons links. It has all of our links and all of our platforms. You can find all of our social media platforms there as well. Um, or you can head over to our website, which is theswingnation.net. But uh, we definitely appreciate you guys supporting us and, and, and being part of our journey and it, you know, when you sign up for SDC and Cassidy and all these other things, especially when you sign up for OnlyFans, um, that's kind of the way you financially. That's that's where we get financial mm-hmm. benefits from this, right? We don't we don't make much money off of the podcast itself as far as the sponsors go. But when you use our links and you go and you um, buy products from people and and sign up for subscriptions and stuff like that, we get a little bit of kickback from that, and that that's what enables us to keep this thing going. So we we love and appreciate you guys that do that. Mm-hmm. We love and appreciate everybody, but particularly the ones that do that. Yeah, because it allows us to live this crazy ass life that we're living. It's, I think, the last few weeks, like last few months, I've had to pinch myself a few times. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy that these this is our life and this is our job, and we get to travel the world and meet new people and fuck people and just have a blast. It's amazing. So thank you. It's not a bad job. It's not. Mm-mm. All right, guys. I think with that, that sums up this episode. So. In a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.